Hi, folks. This is Jesse. And this is Shelby. And you're listening to Spew, where we're slicing pomegranates and evicting the Welsh. I sound like butt today. You do. You really <laughs> sound like shit. <laughs> yeah. This is what I sound like from now on. This, so this is you now. This is me. This is, this is the new me. We're going to start calling you Jersey. I like it. I feel like a Jersey. You definitely I are. I feel like... But no, I've been sick for like a week and this is the death rattle of my cold. And I, I feel like I've been smoking, but There's, I have never smoked. We should really offer a prize for anyone that makes it through this episode and doesn't turn it off. Because I want to turn you off right I now. I want to turn myself off. <laughs> I but I got to give you credit. Crazy. You came, right? Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> we have a... We <laughs> give you a, a pack of Lucky's at the store. <laughs> This is going to be a disaster. Have you, ever even, have you ever smoked a cigarette? No. Oh, okay. No, I have not. I was just wondering. <laughs> I had to nerd you up a little bit. The, this, the majority the cool of this episode will be us just laughing at the way I say things. Exactly. <laughs> with my newfound uh, vocal weirdness. It's a good thing you came, though, because we are actually famous now. I heard that we're famous. I heard that, too. I heard it uh, in other countries we're famous. In other countries? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, we, but what happened? So we went, we were on the radio. We were on the actual real radio, real not this one. fake bullshit Apple radio <laughs> stuff. We were on the real world radio paid for by your tax dollars. WGCU, yep. Yep. local NPR affiliate, asked us to be on their radio station. WGCU's Gulf Coast Live was the show. It was awesome. It was awesome. If you missed it, it's on our Facebook page. You should listen to it because... We rocked it. We rocked it. We, we were, were sought out because we are the leading uh, podcast experts in our field. It has nothing to do with the fact that Lee just knows someone and no. someone was like, hey, does anyone know a podcast? And he's like, I produce one. No. They were like, we need the experts. Bring in the big guns. Duh, duh, duh. Bring, Bring in, in spew. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really fun, actually. I felt, I felt like a total celebrity. I did too. Yeah. I was really upset though because I was just banking on it that by the time we were walking out the building, they were going to come and offer to buy our show. Yeah, I figured they were going to be like, like, "We want to give you hundred billion dollars." Yeah, we I was like, "We want you. We need you. You're talented. What, right. what is it going to take? Sign here. Here's the contracts." Right. No, it didn't happen though. Yeah, nothing. So, but we did actually get some new listeners, which is really cool. So, that shout out to awesome. our new listeners. Uh, if you're, this is your first time listening to Spew, uh, since like, hearing about us on NPR, um, just I don't usually sound like this. Number one, uh, <laughs> number two, we cuss a whole lot. So yes. as Ira Glass would say, hide your children. Uh, and we're, we're not going to bleep it out because we don't want to go through that much trouble. They had to warn us. The guy came out and was like, really like your show, but that was like the first please thing don't us. cuss. He's like, get your fucks out now. Get them out. Yep. It was fun, though. I was a lot of fun. I was excited with that. That was super fun. So big news that we should have talked about last week, but we didn't have a show, uh, is Wonder Woman. Yep. We're a little bit late, but it's still relevant. It's still I think. relevant. She's still out there kicking ass mm -hmm. and taking names. Still high in the boxes, right? Still, Whatever the fuck that means. Still breaking records and kicking butt, making money. 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which is a really big deal. That's a huge deal. For a superhero movie, Yeah, that's a huge deal. Uh, for I'm any movie, for they're any really movie. not. Yeah. I don't know anything that's you don't, you don't got. Get in the 90s that yeah. often. But I, I don't know. I don't want to be negative about it. I don't know that I would necessarily give it a 93. But they're the experts, so. 
They know about the tomatoes. You obviously are more of an asparagus expert. I think so. There's an asparagus um, uh, metric system out there, and I give it four. We should come up with a podcast rating system that's asparagus or something. We should. Okay. This is a plan for next episode. Uh, It's the highest grossing film ever made by a female director. Ever. Ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Big shout out to Patty Jenkins. Get it, Patty. Which I just figured uh, we, we just were informed. She made Monster, which yeah, is amazing. Which is really so awesome. She's obviously movie. really talented, even so if Wonder Woman wasn't that great knows to me. What Other really cool fact that I just learned mm-hmm. today uh, Wonder Woman herself, Gal Gadot, mm-hmm. uh, she was five months pregnant during a few of the scenes that were filmed. Yep. Even some of the stunt scenes. Yep. And how they got around it was they made a little costume that had a little CGI, not CGI, but like a green screen. Where oh, the really? Belly I didn't know that. And then they just edited out her yeah. ba- baby bump. That's pretty cool. That's so she's like, she's like tripling up on the girl yes. power yes. there. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty badass of her to do that. She's actually a young mom. She's only, yeah. she's 32 and she's got like a, an old, I'm not older, older, but I don't, I don't know exactly who her daughter is. I think she's got like a nine or 10 year old. That's pretty cool. You don't see that a lot. You know, like actresses either feel like they have to wait way later. You know what I mean? And usually they do. So that was awesome. I was really excited. So overall thoughts on Wonder Woman. I loved it. Um, I, as I was watching it, I was like, all right, let me find something I don't like. Let me find something I don't like. And it never happened. I liked every single I find thing that about so it. Shocking. I liked. I know. I'm a negative Nancy. You really are. You love to be mad. I do. I love to find crap to poop on. You love to be disgruntled. And I was a satisfied customer. Were you? I was. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went home and I was like, I want to know everything about Wonder Woman because I don't. That's awesome. I don't know much okay. about her. Yeah, because so, comics aren't. I mean, the traditional sense of comics yeah. aren't really your thing. That's yeah. more my thing. You're yeah. really into the underground stuff, so it's right. cool. It's yeah. making it a little mainstream. Yeah. So I'm excited. So I'm going to, you know, probably pick up some Wonder Woman comics here and there and yeah. get more into the backstory. And cool. I'm looking forward to the sequel and I'm going to get some action figure action figures at some point probably yeah. so I can have battles. And yeah, I think that for me, the most important part, and I went into it thinking like, God, I'm going to fucking love this. It's so good. And actually the opposite reaction. I was not as pleased with it. But what I and when I walked out, my dad, I went with my father. I go to all these, my dad, my brother, my husband, my sister. So mm-hmm. the whole family, we go to the the. Um, comic book movies and we usually sit there for like 30 minutes after and talk about it and my sister who's uh, 20 she felt super empowered by it Um, my husband was like holy shit that was amazing and Mm -hmm. that made me feel pretty good because it was a female lead and I think it's just men they don't they don't always have to like you know what I mean they have options they can watch Superman Batman whatever but he really liked it Mm -hmm. Um, he said it was one probably his favorite um, superhero movie ever which is cool to hear my little brother was like she's badass and my dad was super into it I was just kind of like I don't know I was waiting for this moment where it was going to like strike the tip of my clit and it didn't happen like thunderstrike uh, that sounds like that would have been illegal the wrong kind molestation. of molestation kind of bad touch I was bad trying touch. to play off when people say it's like a thunderbolt to your dick <laughs> I don't got one of those I got a clit I'm bringing I'm gonna start using clit com- like regularly okay now. just bring it out whenever so right the clit and the, and and the, the clit <laughs> but it was alright but my, I think ultimately what's important is that um, everyone I know that has a young daughter mm-hmm. like they they loved it yeah. and that's awesome I didn't have that when I was younger like a superhero that I could put my face on and be like that's gonna be me so I had to like dress as fucking Zorro and shit yeah. for you know Halloween there's gonna will, be a lot of Wonder Woman I will now. backtrack a little bit and say that while I was watching the movie I was distracted by Dr. Poison because I thought her face mm-hmm. mask thing was cheesy and stupid but then yeah. I learned 
that it's not cheesy or stupid. It's historically accurate. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. I learned, and I, I wish I could have remembered the lady's name, but there was a woman who during World War One she would make mm-hmm. and uh, craft these face masks for wounded veterans. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the a lot of the shrapnel and stuff would like rip off noses, craters sure. in faces. Plastic surgery wasn't a thing then. Right. And it was, you know, it was hard to like didn't mm-hmm. exist in life with no nose or mm-hmm. like no chin. And so she made these things out of ceramics and she would hand paint them to try to match the person's skin. And it mm-hmm. was like a way of getting people's dignity back after the war. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not think it was stupid looking either, though. I, I thought, thought it was it badass. Dumb, but it's cool. Yeah. I was like, that's a really so cool. I know that that's a Accurate. Yeah. That tickles my nerd, yeah. my nerd clit. Cool. Fact. But anyways, yes. Um, I don't know. I the only thing that I had an issue with that I found kind of problematic was just that um, the the scene where she goes in and she goes into the hotel room with him, or he goes into her hotel room, or whatever. And it's just like implied that something happens. I don't know. But that kind of upset me because I'm thinking like. She just said that, like, she's never met a man before, and that felt kind of misleading to me. Uh, if I'd never met a man before, the first thing I'd be like, Give me a dick. Is that dick? I, I want to say the dick. Give me that dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't know. It kind of bothered me just a little bit, but the scene where she where she's in the town and she actually saves the town, I did get a little teary eyed. Oh. I don't know. It's I, I like to be disgruntled. About Anna only... Coleman Ladd. Anna Coleman Ladd is the lady that made the masks. So oh, look, really? Look her up. Google That's her. Awesome. Cool historical lady. It is. Um, but I thought Dr. Poison was really cool, except for her dumbass laugh. That was it. She had like this weird like, <laughs> that was it. And That's then she how I away. laugh now. <laughs> That's how you laugh anyway. That's what it sounds like now. Get used but, to it, audience. So we're going to see um, Wonder Woman next in the Justice League movie. Yes, I'm looking and forward to that And that's going to be one. cool. I'm Do you think she's going to gonna bang Batman? Uh, I hope not, because he talks like me now, and it's not a No, he doesn't anymore, because it's been, oh, it's been Affleck Batman. Is he not doing the gruff No, thing? it's been, it been Batman. Been Affleck. Batman. Been yeah. Batman Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he doesn't do that. He just sounds, like, older, because he's got a streak of gray hair. Oh, he's But, um, in the, in the new 52, she actually ends up with, uh, Superman. Like, Lois isn't really a thing in that. I thought Super, oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of Spider-Man. I was like, I thought Superman was, like, a child. No, That's no, Spider-Man. Superman and, and Wonder Woman are, like, banging it out and they're an awesome literal power couple but they can't do that because they put Lois into uh, uh, this Justice League reboot so yeah so I think she's gonna bang Batman that's important that's the most important thing who is she going to bang yeah that's what defines the story Wonder Woman and yes which which D is she gonna hop on? <laughs> my dad, I had all these complaints, and my dad was like, "Shelby, they didn't put the fucking invisible plane in it, so just shut up." Like we won, and I'm like, "You're right, we won." Would her kegels just like crush a dick? Do you think? Oh my god! Yes, I have never thought of just that. Crush just it snap to dust. it right off. I want to know what it would sound like. Like, cause it's just blood. There's no bone in there. If you snapped a dick, and it is possible. Okay, I think it would sound kind of like a popsicle. Like when you bend the popsicle <gasps> instead of cutting Not off the, the tip. I agree with you. Like a kind of a crinkly crunch. Not just a crinkly crunch, but Lee a slightly is cringing slightly, his balls off right now. <laughs> slightly wet and soft. Not just because you would hear a little bit of a pop, but it would be more of like a. <laughs> Like when you squeeze a <laughs> squeeze a sponge. I think that's what it would sound like if you bent a dick. We'll have to do an experiment. Lee. You're the only <laughs> dick that comes around us anymore. Everyone else fucking hates I'm us. Scared of us. <laughs> All right, speaking of dicks, yeah. uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about a video game. The trailer was released recently called The Last Night. Speaking of dicks? Speaking of dicks. Okay. 
It was made by a dude. A dick. Right. Yeah. Okay, dicks. Presumably he has a penis. I, I assume. Uh, the, the video game's called The Last Night. Trailer looks amazing. Really beautiful art. Lots mm-hmm. of neon, which I like. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check out the trailer for this game. The premise of the game, a little Ayn Randian. I don't know how stoked I am for the for the plot, but it might be interesting to play something like this. Uh, I'll just read you straight from the press release. Stabilized by universal income, people struggle to find their calling and or identity and define themselves by what they consume rather than what they create. Does that mean food? When you say consume, what do you mean by that? Like I think it means example. like their like TV and stuff, like media. I think it's it means super like. It's. I think it's like so. People now have yeah. a universal basic income. They don't right. have to work. Okay. So now they just watch TV and play video games and listen to music and don't do or make anything. Got you. And okay. so you play a character named Charlie who finds himself disaffected in this technological socialist dystopia. So okay, whatever. I I think it's cool to like make video games based on political point of views and it could be fun to play it and, and just be like, okay, that was interesting. I don't know. I don't think that having universal basic income will actually ruin the world. But isn't this kind of just Whatever, like dude. a ripoff of Wally, uh, maybe <laughs> a little bit. I think. Man, but Wally it, is a dope movie. It is. Anyway, so the guy that made this, his name is Tim Sort, and he has been working on this game for a while now, and people have been you know really excited about it. And now the trailer's released, and now people started going through his Twitter feed from like 2014. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Who has right. much time? But they found out that like back in 2014, he was at least. You know, to put it mildly, sympathetic to the yeah. Gamergate thing. Yeah. And if you don't know what Gamergate is, uh, basically men are weak and uh, video games are strong. I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened back then either. I don't know <laughs> if it started with the female. I feel like we should definitely know this. But I feel like I know what it, it is. It started with the female game maker and she and then something got involved with sexual abuse I we might know. have to talk about that this sometime Lee will have to explain it to us I thought it was no there's no sexual abuse whatever no. anyway people started to threaten her though a lot yeah fucking, but anyway so anyway, fucking Gamergate Google go- it Google it uh, we're not going to and either way he said some shitty things such as quote I'm against feminism because it's getting more and more skewed mm-hmm. meaning it's getting more skewed towards women uh, so he said some shitty things back on Twitter a couple years ago uh, so people are digging it up and and he's already apologized. He's already said he's come out with a pretty good apology. He's like, I'm really sorry. I don't believe those things anymore. I was younger and dumber, mm-hmm. and I've learned a lot in the last two or three years. Sorry that I was a dick. But other people are like, okay, he's just saying that because he doesn't want to like ruin his profits, and he wants people to buy his video game. I don't think that's necessarily true. I, I feel know. like a lot of the people who are going to complain about something so minuscule probably don't play video games i don't know why i feel that way i don't know probably i mean they probably do and they just are but if you really want to play there's, there's those people who are like i will only consume media that is made by people i agree with sure there's those people that exist and exhausting. they play video games too it does sound exhausting um i think his apology sounds sincere i know i, if, I read the apology and yeah. it does sound sincere i don't know how bad the tweets were but if it but wasn't i read the tweets i didn't read it, all right. of them because i have a life yeah so i can't read tweets from two years ago from a right. guy i've never heard of from a video mm-hmm. game that i'm never going to play mm-hmm. but what i did read was 
naive comments at mm-hmm. best yep. from a guy who has not yet recognized his male privilege. Right. And it sounds like he has. It sounds like then. since then, hopefully maybe he learned a few things from the people that tweeted at him back then. And he seems like a pretty okay dude, except he made a video game about how socialism is horrible. Right. <laughs> so. If you think about like us and what we're doing, you know what I mean? And if Spew ever got like super big and when people started Spew to dig get super when big. Spew takes over the Think universe. positively. Right. It's positive information. <laughs> Self-talk. Um, if people went back to your MySpace or like my fucking MySpace or Daily Booth or whatever the hell we were using in the mid-2000s to early 2000s, mm-hmm. I wonder what the fuck would come back that I had said that I definitely don't agree with yeah. now. I've shut down all my shit pre-2014. <laughs> I think I have too. Like, I'm like, nobody needs to know what a piece of shit I was back right. then. Right. <laughs> Everyone's been a piece of shit at some time. And if you're like a dude, sorry, yeah. you're more likely to be a piece of shit yeah. for a little bit longer. So I think if you're we able need to, come to let, that, let people grow. Yeah. And don't punish them after they have given a sincere apology. Right. Let, let you didn't have grow. to do that. Let them grow. So pl- try the game if you want to. If you hate socialists, might be a good game for you. Right. Uh, let's talk about Orange is the New Black. So did you finish it? Yeah, I did. It was pretty good. I thought it was a really great, strong season. Uh, minus I that. A some, soft. No, I thought that other seasons have had more filler episodes. And yes, this one was like true. plot, plot, that's plot, true. plot, plot, which I thought was good. Um, I The critique I have is a big stinking critique. I know. You know what's crazy? When I was watching it, you you were going to bring this up. I, I noticed it and I was like, ugh. Yeah. But then it just totally left my mind, probably because it's females. Yeah. But go ahead. What okay. is your big critique? My I big agree. critique. And spoiler alert. I guess, but trigger warning too, if you haven't seen it yet, for whatever reason, they just made in almost every episode some sort of joke about male sexual assault. Assault on... Like, on, de- detailed. Yeah. yeah. And either they performed a sexual assault on a male in two, at least two episodes that I can remember, or they joked about making a sexual assault on a male. And I'm like, that's not fucking funny just because... I don't remember them doing it. I will tell you in detail later when they did it specifically, but they did. Two okay. episodes. Showed it on camera. Okay. And I'm like, that's well, so messed up. Okay. We don't want to go so, too into it because it's still really yeah. fresh. But yeah. So, not cool, Orange is the New Black. I had the feeling that what they were going for was showing that power corrupts and when the inmates become the guards they take on the guards shitty behaviors of just being rapey kind of assholes i think that's what they were going for and they fucking failed i think what they were going for now that i'm looking back i don't think they were going for cheap laughs it's like i think they were i really do because people were laughing you know what i mean like you can kind of tell by the cue based on how their background music kind of goes like do 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 more so when they making these jokes what i kind of feel like they were trying to do is like oh this is common like in male driven tv so maybe let's have women joke about raping people and it'll be hilarious that's kind of the way i looked at it Uh, it i hope what you're saying is right because that's at least slightly more like okay you just failed I'm trying to give Gen- the Genji Kojin or whatever the fuck her name is. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt here, but yeah. I'm just like, man, y'all really stepped over the line, I think, a lot. And right. you did, like, someone needs to tell them that's not cool. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Absolutely. Pusey would not stand for this. No, she would Pusey not. Pusey did not die so you can make rape jokes. Right. Damn it. Um, but other than that, I enjoyed it. Yeah, other than that, it was really good. <laughs> um, I'm mostly caught up in Handmaid's Tale, and I I'm wanted almost. to do a quick update for mm-hmm. anyone else who maybe you haven't gotten into it yet. Maybe you, you started it and you stalled. Uh, our initial assessment from the first episode, first couple episodes, was we both said that we didn't like how the commander and his wife were being made to seem sympathetic. Right, like in, uh, slightly endearing. Yeah. Yeah. That is no longer the case. 
He was in the book, though. We're <laughs> yeah. right about that. Yeah. To the degree in the book, he was just also a victim of this yeah. shitty society. Yeah, they have, That's not they the case They have anymore. definitely done a really great job of highlighting how they mm-hmm. are active participants and shitty, horrible people in this new society. So, yeah. Which, on the one hand, makes me feel more comfortable because I was like, I don't want to really feel bad for them. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, it's just there is no there is no relief in this show. But there kudos. almost the, no comedy right. at all. It no. is It is horror after horror with glimmers of hope. It really fucking hurts to watch yeah. it sometimes. It's it awesome. does. I love and it. it sounds like it's going to get a lot worse because I know I'm like two episodes behind you. Yeah. And I can see where certain things are going. But about the point where there's like that weird scene where he's like, kiss me like you mean it a couple yeah. episodes back. I got sick to my stomach, which oh. is good. That's good TV then. Yeah. It's making a fucking difference. Yeah. Art's but, supposed to make you feel something. Right. And this actor, kudos to him though. I don't yeah. even know his name, actually, his actual name, but because he's hot as fuck and he makes me not think he's hot anymore yeah. because he's so, his character turns you off. Yeah. Of Good job, everybody on that show. You're Absolutely. Killing it. killing it. Absolutely. You've been watching something called The Keepers. Oh, I watched it, I honey. I, I'm not watching it no more. I finished it. This is not a documentary about Quidditch. It is not. So it is a documentary about how fucked up the Catholic Church is. So you'll okay. probably love it. Okay. Um, yes. I th- okay. So, all right. So, I briefly explain this, uh, okay. this documentary. How briefly? Because uh, I don't want to ruin it for people. Like, what the fuck is it about? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it starts off about this murder in 1969 about this female nun. Well, obviously female fucking nun. Uh-huh. This nun who gets murdered in this town that's predominantly Catholic. Um, so it starts off just talking about her murder, and it's kind of boring at first. Then it starts to go into, well, why did she die? She knew some shit about what the Catholic Church was doing, which, um, surprise, surprise, was a fucking shitload of oh. sexual abuse on these teenage oh. girls. Um it goes very detailed into repressed memories and how they stand up in court. Oh, um, cool. So this case, which is very interesting to me, um, this case actually changed the way that we handle um, repressed memories in court now. Really? Yes. Okay, um, so I started this. I watched episode one, but I half-assed watched it because it was boring, and I was like, yeah. who, who cares who killed this nun? I don't care. Mm-hmm. I, and now I care, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. You've what you convinced would, me. What you would find like in the first five minutes of the second episode is basically that um, the, the main counselor at the school was doing all kinds of fucked up things to the girls like severely fucked up it makes you sick to watch it i'm like they need to start slapping trigger warnings on stuff like this because there was points where it was actually pretty shitty like i I had to turn it off for a little while um but there he starts doing all the shitty stuff the nun happens to find out and tries to take it to the uh arch um Diocese. diocese that's the word and what do you think they did shit obviously they did nothing they did nothing except fuck things up worse but it's awesome um, and I've been really on a huge kick for these docu series and yeah. these like these these horror not horror but like you know um, murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. Um, you watch some of them every now and then too, right? You know, I watched the O.J. Simpson one. <laughs> I watched that one extensively, which was so good mm-hmm. because it made me realize, even though I was alive and like a cognizant human being yeah. during the O.J. Simpson trial, I didn't know shit about it. Yep. I didn't know anything about it mm-hmm. until I watched this documentary. Right. And I was like, holy shit, I don't know if he did it. Right. I don't know. Well, my coworker. <laughs> and um, I've been she, raised my whole life yeah. knowing he did it. Yeah. And now I don't know. My coworker, <laughs> she, um, she, she, was, she told me that she was, we were talking about this exact same subject yesterday. And she said that she was dating a dude in Wisconsin and was in Wisconsin when the whole Avery, Steve Avery thing was happening, you know, yeah. making a murder. Yeah. And she watched it live on TV as it was happening when they were pulling bodies off his property. And she whoa. was like, whoa. But then she watched the show and she was like, holy fuck, yeah. I did not know any of this. 
because at some point the news stopped reporting on it and you have to dig to you know find what that I, stuff. I started to wish we had is like a 24 hour documentary channel. I just like there is if you pay extra. Well, but I don't if have rich. cable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I like honestly mm-hmm. about like and I guess it wouldn't be possible, but like in-depth long-form stories yeah. about current events. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I feel like that doesn't really exist. You got to wait like 20 years for it to come yeah. back for someone to pick it up, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, I watched Mommy Dead and Dearest too, which Now I one... read about that. Like I, well, I read the entire story when it was I think it was like a I don't know, New York Times piece or something. Yeah. yeah. I read that and I was just like it's my long. It's jaw on one. the floor. Mm-hmm. the whole story I know that one I could I bet you would have been really interested in too because of the manipulation right. within the whole so to give everyone just a quick overview of this in case you're going to be interested in seeing it basically it's about um, a mother and a daughter the daughter uh, was presented as having multiple disabilities and the mother physical mental yeah, all of it and, and mm-hmm. the mother was presented as being this loving adoring doting mother mm-hmm. they were like best friends and they had a lot they got received a lot of benefits that were reserved for people with disability right. as well they were like houses were built for them yeah. they were being flown around the world make all a wish foundation all yep. kinds of stuff and then come to find out and it's not a spoiler because that's what it is about little girl it happened already little girl didn't have anything. anything wrong with her no disabilities whatsoever and she didn't even know she thought she was like 16 yeah and she was actually like 25 yeah crazy yeah. so really really good story crazy yeah. story she ends up having spoiler alert once again because it happened 10 yeah. fucking years ago she ends up having her mother murdered yeah um to and get away from her extreme munchausen by proxy justice for gypsy rose <laughs> That's the hashtag. It's really, honestly, very interesting story. And the docu-series, or not docu-series, but the documentary they put on TV, I think it was on ID Channel, was like freaking awesome. It was really well done. It's got to be well done. All right, so shifting gears real quick. Uh, We had a Facebook fan who is hopefully a listener. Hopefully Uh, an actual fan, right? Hopefully an actual fan. (laughs) He's not yours? I thought he was yours. I don't know him. Okay, me neither. Not yours? I don't think so. Maybe he's an actual fan. Okay, cool. I don't know. Uh, anyway, shout out to Danny. Hey, Danny. Thanks for the tip. Um, letting us know about a Southwest Florida um, Comic Con that wants to come to Naples, hosted by the Collier County Public Library. So they want to put together a Comic Con, and they want like public input on what they would like to see at the Comic Con. Um, are we going to go together? Do you want to go? Yeah, I want to go. Okay, good. Let's cool. Go. So we're definitely going to go. Yeah, we're going to be there. So if you want to meet us, we come are be there. Famous. We are famous. It's going to be Thursday, June 29th at 7 o'clock at Riptide Brewing Company, and that's in Naples, Florida. Oh, man, they have an amazing lavender beer. I'm sure it's gross. I know that you don't don't (laughs) drink, but it's really good. So we'll be there. Uh, We'll post about it on the Facebook page, Um, but it sounds pretty cool, and I think that'd be fun. I was really, I was sad we didn't get to get, did you go to Southwest Florida Space Con? No, no. I was sick as a dog. It was storming, and then I had like a job later in the evening I had to do. I was, like like, I got dressed, and then I got lightheaded, and I had to lay Mm -hmm. back down. I I know you wanted to go. Colin went, right? No, Sherry went. Sherry went. And she said it was great. Yeah. And she said, like, if anything, the space was too small for how many people showed up. Heard that. And so, like, it was really mm-hmm. popular, and they, mm-hmm. they seemed to be well run. And yeah. I'm like, man, good job, Southwest Wars Base Con. I hope we can get involved with them next. You and year. I had talked in the beginning about wanting to start. We were like, "There's no cons here." Now they're popping up everywhere, and good we totally everybody. missed the train. We got to jump on somebody else's train. Yeah, we'll get on someone else's train. I think we're, the Naples one. We're lazy, we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll bring the charm. So yes, we will. All right, and so yeah, so that was Thursday, June 29th, uh, Comic Con planning. Riptide Brewing, Naples, Florida. Moving on to 
the most important part of our show today. Uh, about, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, we launched yeah. our Patreon. Mm -hmm. And we want to say thank you to everyone who has contributed so far. We are already 70% of the way to our first goal. Money, please. Money, please. <laughs> 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 you do it better now with I the do. jersey voice. I do so good. Um Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, Patreon is a way for creators and patrons to engage with one another to keep creative content flowing. Uh, what we do, we do because we love it. We're not doing it to get rich. We're not doing it to make any money. But in order to do what we want to do better, we do need a little bit of money. Uh, money will help us to grow the podcast, make it better, get cooler stuff happening, mm -hmm. do events, all kinds of stuff. Right now, our first goal is literally just to host the podcast on a website. We don't have a website. We've got a Facebook page, yep. which is cool, but we would like to have more. We would like to have more uh, avenues for information. Is for that you what guys. that is? It's a website? What? What we're, That's our goal? Yes. Oh, sweet. You are so stupid. <laughs> and so that's, that's awesome. Our, that's our first goal is, is our, is our website. And we're 70% there. 70% there. So we want to do our uh, shout outs. So if you are a contributor on Patreon, we will give you rewards depending on how much you patronologists. Patronize. Uh, there we go. Patronize. <laughs> Don't patronize me. Mm -hmm. But do patronize me. Um, In this case, yeah. <laughs> so our reward uh, tier is uh, $1.00 gets you a shout out on the show. We'll say your name right here on the podcast. <gasps> Famous. Boom. You're, that was, that was supposed right. to be Can you more please do exciting? that again? Boom. There you go. There we go. I missed it the first time. <laughs> kind of like a little baby kitten. $2 <laughs> gets you an MP3 download of exclusive behind the scenes That's content. That's where we get dirty. That's where we talk about dirty That's shit. That's right. We get nasty. We sure as hell and do. we get so nasty. We're going to keep talking about what it sounds like to, to break a boner later. I guess. What We're else are we talking about? We're going to on how to do it. Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. <laughs> We're going to talk about him later. So you'll want to make sure that you're getting those MP3 downloads behind the scenes. You will also get your name set on the air if you do the two dollar tier for five smackaroons five dollars not only will you get exclusive behind the scenes content not only will we say your name on mm -hmm. air but you also get to be a bossy bitch okay bossy bitch. you get to tell us what you want us to talk about on the next podcast and we will do it and we'll do we it. We ain't afraid. Now, if you want us to, like, play around a D&D &D and then talk about that, that might take oh us God. longer than a week to do. That would be really cool. Does someone cool. suggest that? No, not yet. Ugh. But if, if it's something that's going to take us more than a week or so to learn about, then, you know, give us time, but we'll yep. get it done. But you will be able to suggest us a topic or a fandom that you want us to try out or a movie you want us to watch, whatever. Mm -hmm. We'll give it a shot. We'll give it a fair shake. We'll talk about it on air. We'll probably shit all over it. Probably. We're snobby. We're such assholes. I don't like anything Shelby's ever suggested to so me. So don't tell don't tell us something you want to hear us say something positive about. Because right. there's a small percent chance that's we will crush your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so all that said, we have four patrons already. So we want to give a big, big shout out to Renee Torres for joining the Dollar Spew Club. Thank you, Renee Torres. Thank you, Renee. We also want to give a great big shout out to our mega $5 patrons. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Uh, these folks will get to boss us around. Now, no big shocker here. These are all three my friends. <laughs> <laughs> They're your roommates. Two of them Two are my them roommates. Are. One of them is this guy I know who also has a podcast. It's pretty good. Uh, Cody Wheeler, mm. Sherry Watson, mm. and Colin Man on Man. 
Man- is it Manonan? No, it's Manon. Manonan. <laughs> Manonan. So thank you guys for being our patrons. Feel free to contact us by our Facebook page or when I get home tonight <laughs> and tell me what you want us to talk about on the pod and we'll talk about it. Let's talk about Godzilla. That's what Colin's going to say. No, no, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how I sing it. We don't want to talk about baseball, Sherry. No, baseball. No, baseball. baseball. All right. That's all we have time for today, folks. We will see you next week. Don't forget to give us your money. Can we have some money? Please. Please. Please.